0: Fantasy takeaways from every wild card game right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Adam Azer and Chris Towers here on a Monday night. Uh, the game almost over. Rams currently leading the Cardinals 34 11. So we'll go ahead and consider that one in the books. Let's go to Raiders Bengals. We'll start with that. Bengals 26, Raiders 19. Chris, give me a fantasy takeaway.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously with the Raiders, there's going to be a ton ton of turnover in terms of their coaching staff, and potentially, I mean, we don't know what Derek Carr's future with the team is, but I will say, if things remain the status quo, Darren Waller is still going to be a must-start tight end. I think he's probably going to drop to fifth in the consensus rankings, maybe sixth if Rob Gronkowski comes back, but... I think he's going to be right there in the the top 4 rounds for me in the rankings and still a potential difference maker. He had 21 targets in his past two games, 7 catches for 76 yards on Saturday.
0: How about the Bills and the Patriots 47-17
1: Bills? I think Devin Singletary might be a strong RB2 next season. I mean this is I, I've talked a lot about how the Bills have been, you know, one of the least valuable offenses for running backs in fantasy and that's an issue when you Don't know who the starter is or when Zach Moss and Devin Singletary were getting 35% of the snaps. But over the past six weeks, Devin Singletary uh, has played over 86% of the snaps. He's run a bunch of routes. He's basically, if a fantasy running back was going to be relevant in this offense, this is how it would have to happen. He's dominating the work, you know, in the way that a Christian McCaffrey or a Le'Veon Bell does. Now, that's only going to make him an RB2, but... He could be a, a top three round pick next season.
0: I know. I was actually just thinking that. I feel like he's going to fall. Well, if well, we are drafting this week, but uh, if everything stayed the same, I mean, you know. <laughs> we already did right? We last already week. did. I don't know where he went, but uh, late round three, I mean, yeah. it feels like Singletary time it, as of right now. Let's go to the Sunday games. Yeah. And there's so much that could change. I mean, he could plummet. They could draft someone, whatever. Uh, let's go to the Sunday games. Start with Eagles Bucks, 31 15 Bucks.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm going to make any of the Philadelphia Eagles running backs a priority, and that really means Miles Sanders. I think I'll be lower on the consent than the consensus on him, just because. I mean, he was coming back from the injury, so we don't know how you know healthy he ha- he's been at the end of the season. But seven yard, seven carries for 16 yards against Tampa Bay, tough matchup. But Kenneth Gainwell had a significant role in the passing game, five catches for 49 yards and a touchdown on five targets. I just don't think Miles Sanders is ever going to have the kind of role that makes him anything more than a replaceable RB2.
0: Spike the ball. Go, spike the ball. Dak Prescott. Oh, ran out of time. 23-17,
1: 49ers. You know, everybody's talking about that game as if, like, the refs ruined, like, this amazing chance for Dallas to win the game. And it's like they had a third and goal from the 24-yard line with one second left on the clock, (laughs) even if they get that off. They weren't going to win. It's like a 10% chance of winning. So, uh. So, on that one, this is, Adam, I saw your wide receiver rankings that came out last week, and yeah. you're not going to like this one. There is no reason for you to have ranked CeeDee Lamb as a number one wide receiver for the 2022 fantasy season.
0: Hey, I you know, it's tough. It's really tough. I, I had a theory. I don't know if we have time to get into it, but it was really about where he lined up and uh, when Michael Gallup was healthy and he was lining up in the slot, he just wasn't nearly as good. When Michael Gallup went out, I thought it was really going to be a revival for CeeDee Lamb, and it hasn't happened. Those rankings were before week 18 and obviously before the wild card game, and he's been terrible in those two games since, so definitely going to have to I mean, reevaluate. His
1: past six games, he's got 33 catches for 297 yeah. yards and no touchdowns. But, but I really
0: been... I really thought it was because he was playing the slot. You know, I, I, so I, I thought the Gallup injury was going to change that. All right. it's, yeah. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, it's a good point. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. It's uh, going to be a hot topic on the full length show. Uh, how about the uh, Sunday night blowout?
1: Steelers, Chiefs, 42 21 Chiefs. I mean, I, I, I've been worried about the Steelers offense, but the more I think about it, what is this team going to be able to do to upgrade a quarterback? I mean, they've shown no willingness to do it the last three seasons, but, you know, Ben Roethlisberger's out the door. Who are they going to add? Is Jameis Winston going to be available? Maybe they can go sign him. That would be okay. But for the most part, I mean, the foundations of this offense look awfully shaky. Ben Roethlisberger was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this season, but I don't know if they're going to get better play next season. So it's a it's a concern, especially for Deontay Johnson, who's really benefited from the huge target volume that he got with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if that's going to be there next season.
0: And finally, is it final? Uh, two minutes left, 34-11 right now, Rams with the lead. So talk about Rams-Cardinals.
1: I mean, based on the way Twitter is right now, Cam Akers might end up in the first round uh, for 2022 <laughs> drafts. I don't think I would take him there. I think he's looked pretty good this uh, in this game, but you know, I don't think he's been... Unbelievable, given the circumstances, he's been unbelievable. Obviously, six months removed from an Achilles tear is incredible that he's got 95 yards from scrimmage as we speak. But I, I still don't know about the passing game workload for him. I still don't know. You know, the the Rams running backs combined for nine rushing touchdowns this season. I would expect more from Cam Akers, but you know, I just. With this offense I'm not sure how valuable the role is going to be and I still have questions about the the effectiveness coming off the Achilles. So I get the feeling I'm going to be lower than the consensus on Cam Akers cuz people are going to be really really high on him.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty high on him and I actually took him 28th overall in our draft last week, but I would take him I would consider him in the second round. Uh, I think lead running back for the Rams is really, really valuable. They don't really do committees. Uh, They will in the postseason, but I think if, you know. No, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 20th overall, I was thrilled to get him. Fourth pick of the third round. You can see the results of that mock on cbsports.com. Good stuff from Chris Towers. A lot more on the full-length episode of Fantasy Football today. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. And by the way, if Cam Akers is catching passes from Odell Beckham next year, then he's gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of to the moon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed your three-day weekend. We're gonna talk a lot of football this week. Not tomorrow.